Welcome to the month of March. Today's special guest is an incredible woman who has truly changed the landscape of fashion here in the Middle East. From being a former women's wear buyer, she spotted a problem and like every entrepreneur, she took the leap of faith and created a solution. Today, Wear That is a company that all the women are talking about. It's creating solutions for women to style their clothes, create different looks, and of course, ease the transition of shopping. And in one click and on speed dial, you can have your own personal stylist. Please welcome the founder of Wear That, Heidi Sharak. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. You look gorgeous. Thank you. So do you. I feel like starting the month of March with the bright color. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, makes everyone happy. For sure. Um, so you impressed me from the start. And I will say, you know, on the show, we get so many um, small businesses approaching us to profile their businesses. But when one friend tells me about you and two friends, <laughs> three friends, I'm like, I have to know what this is about. Amazing. Where that is changing the landscape of fashion, but truly solving problems for women who are busy and don't have time or are not interested in really the fashion space. Tell us about the business. Yeah, so I created Wear That because I really identified that there's a, a problem in the market and it's the problem of time, it's the problem of not knowing what looks good, and it's the problem of just really getting disheartened when it comes to shopping. And I think it's a problem that all women face no matter what they're doing in their life. Um, and I wanted to create a solution that helped women look good, feel good without having to do anything. Because personally, I really don't like shopping as well. So what service as well would I want to have for myself that could be so easy, convenient, but make me look and feel awesome? So yeah, I created it two years ago now. Um, and since then, it's just been going crazy. <laughs> Crazy is a good thing. Yeah. And I think one of the first things you mentioned is just for someone who is busy, but as the world gets so tech savvy, for many people, they find it very overwhelming. So jumping on a website and filtering right. and strolling and discovering, I mean, you can spend hours. And then when you have separates, you want to see how to put them together. So a stylist really comes handy. Yeah. So one of the things that we do and which is kind of what we really pride ourselves on is that we have real life stylists who pretty much take the burden of shopping out of your life for you. So you come onto our website, you take um, a survey. And a lot of people say it's so long and it's long for a reason because we want to collect as much information from you as possible. So it's like 10 minutes, but you know, if you think about going to the mall and parking the car and getting yeah, the kids out and then minutes. going to the shop and then trying it on yeah. and then changing the size, like that's obviously a lot yeah. longer than 10 minutes. So after you do the survey, you get assigned a real life personal stylist and she will be matched to you based on your style, your preferences, because we have um, a huge amount of stylists that we work with and we always try and match our real girls with the right stylist is the first thing. Then she will ask you some additional questions, you know, what is it that you're really looking for? What do you need? And then she'll go away and she'll do all the work for you and then send you a box where you just try before you buy. We have another thing as well where it's a stylist on standby. So when you get the box to your house, you can WhatsApp her and she can say, you know, like, no, this like this isn't how I so visualize almost like it. a Zoom video yeah. call. Amazing. And she can um, say, you know, tie the belt like this or you need to be pulling the trousers up a little bit higher. You know, small, small details that you don't know yourself when you're trying things on, mm -hmm. but you need a professional stylist to help you with. So one of the first questions that I got asked this morning, because I told everyone that you're coming on, was pricing. Mm -hmm. 
how is pricing for that? Can anyone afford a stylist? Yeah, and this is really another reason why I wanted to create the service. I worked before in luxury fashion and I always saw that the people who were getting stylists were, you know, the VVVIPs mm -hmm. of the top luxury stores. I'm like, that's not fair. What about the, you know, the entrepreneur who's working 80 hours a week yeah. or the mum that can't get to the mall? Um, so I wanted to create a, a pricing structure as well that was affordable for everyone. So it's a hundred dirhams um, entry fee. So with that hundred dirhams, it's kind of like you get assigned a personal stylist, but then you don't have to pay it again. You simply just pay for the things you want to keep. Now, when it comes to the items of the clothes, you tell us in the survey how much you want to spend. So you could say, you know, for tops, I want to spend between 200 and 400, jackets a thousand. It's really up to you. We built the model to really be that the customer is in full control. And customers are discovering new labels or where do the labels yeah. come from? So we work with over 200 brands. We have brands that are from the States, from Australia, a lot of brands that you won't even find in the region. But we also work with local suppliers as well um, to bring you super cool brands. Like we have Zadik, we have Kenzo, we have, you know, really, really cool contemporary brands. But then we have other brands like Pistola, free people that aren't so big in the, in the region. So this sounds amazing, but for someone who's watching and has a full-time job in a corporation and has a dream, this is you, right? You're <laughs> yeah, working yeah. for a big corporate here. Right. You had a great idea. You wanted to solve a problem. What was that process when you kind of had that light bulb moment and you wanted to kind of take the plunge into startup? Right. So I, um, I had a really secure job and I had an amazing job. I traveled all around the world going to fashion shows. I was a, a head of buying for women's ready to wear. Like it's the best yeah. job. Like a dream um, job. Yeah, yeah. I'd go to every Milan fashion week. It was amazing. But I just knew that there was something bigger that I needed to pursue. And I knew that there was something that I could be doing to be solving a lot of problems for, um, for the mass for the masses of women. Um, and that's when I really thought, you know what, I'm just gonna go for this. I've got this idea. I pitched it to um, the Shelhub Greenhouse who has incubated us from the beginning. Um, and since then we've just, we've just gone for it. And I haven't looked back. I haven't regretted for a day changing my career. It's actually, it's been 10,000 times harder having a startup than having a job like that, but I wouldn't change anything. And what is the process for doing a pitch? If someone has never done that, it can be really intimidating. <laughs> I'm not walking gonna lie, they're awful. A, yeah, no, I'm walking into a room with all these yeah. executives, yeah. I'm sure lots of like suits and ties and right. they wanna know numbers. How does someone prepare for a pitch and what should you have prepared before you walk in? Right, so um, an investing pitch is really, um, it's a, I treat it as a really big milestone in my career and I treat it as a really big milestone in terms of my business because I really bank on the achievements we've achieved or done in the last year. I have 40 minutes to sell that to a group of investors to believe in what we want to achieve for the next year. Um, to prepare for a pitch, it, it's really months. Um, you know, the last pitch I did was probably a month of just doubling down i had to remove myself pretty much entirely from the business and just prepare on the the pitch and prepare on the financials and what we want to achieve and the strategy and you know what we have achieved what went right what went wrong um, and then sell the dream because that's ultimately what people are investing in and the proof that 
the data and the proof that the customers and everything that we've worked towards is, you know, it's going to help bring that dream to life. So once the pitch is over, you get the green light, which yes. is pretty exciting. Yes. Then it's the reality, right. right? So what are the first steps when it comes to packaging and just creating the graphics and logos? Like, did you have a team or how did you, how did no. you conquer that huge step? So I actually, when I started Weather, I didn't have anything and I didn't even have a box. I had clients before I had anything. And I think- Which is amazing, by the way. That's like the first yeah. challenge. And I really, I'm very much of a mindset where I don't believe that you need a lot. I think you just need to have a really good idea and you need to have customers buy into it. And then the things will figure themselves out later. That's really how I approach a lot of things in this business. So when I started, I didn't have a box. I designed it myself. The first one is terrible. It's terrible. And the, the bag I used just had like stickers on it. It was awful. Like I look back now, I'm like, oh gosh, I can't believe I did that. But at the time it served the purpose. Yeah. Um, and you know what I realized that people don't care. They believed so much in the problem we were solving for them. They were like, this is just amazing that I'm getting something that doesn't cost me a lot of money, that's easy, that you guys are taking the stress. I don't care what kind of box it comes in. But as you go on and you, you know, we started raising more money, of course, then I start investing in, now we have an in-house content and graphics person. We have worked with different agencies on our branding. Um, you know, you will start to put the pieces in place when the time is right. Mm. Um, after the last round, I hired, I went on a hiring spree. So I hired like 20 people. Amazing. <laughs> um, where up until that, I, you know, we were a team of three. So it's been a, it was a really hard couple of years of just grinding and trying to you scale this thing as much as we could and then it gets to a point where you're like you know what now we need to really go for it and who would you say is the person in your team that balances you out when you have a great idea who is that person you talk to or confide in to take you to the next level yeah so we have an executive team um, at where that which is a head person from each function and really they're all amazing because they have they come from different perspectives so you'll have the ops guy who's like no guys this is not going to work from an operational perspective yeah. you have the tech guy that's like oh we can build all these things then you have the creative team that just has like ideas flying off the wall um, and then it's what we really do is we streamline our ideas because we are we we pride ourselves on being a creative data-driven company so we look at the ideas that we we have and then we prioritize them so we say right this is going to bring this much growth or this is what we need to make our customer journey better or this is what we need to make our stylist journey better and then we prioritize them in terms of a timeline but it's a collective it's group. a collective which is yeah. amazing yeah. i think that's actually really clever because i think sometimes with an entrepreneur you can just go crazy with the ideas right. and you really need someone whether it's from the finance point of view or someone to really yeah, just balance sure. it out and have that conversation for sure and i think that when you're an entrepreneur and you sort of go from being the sole founder to having a team you also have to ask yourself some questions and you have to adjust in the way you approach things because for a very long time it was just me and i didn't have to get anyone's input i could just do what i wanted um, whereas now i've got a team that also has these amazing ideas and these creative ways they want to express their vision and so it's really about collecting them and then what is right for the customer the stylist and the product and they're the only three things that we really focus on and what would you say three things that you learned since you started your business um 
that f I don't really worry about failing. I think I was at the beginning very stressed about it not succeeding and as, over time I don't even consider that anymore. I just think just go for it and see what happens. It'll either work out great or it won't. And if it doesn't, we pivot really quickly. That's and that's part of the game. Um, the second thing would be that I really believe in timing and it comes back to, you know, people might say, oh, but your box isn't nice and all that. It's not nice right now, but it will be because yeah. when the time is right, we will put the strategy in place to update it. Yeah. Um, and the last thing would be just to trust your instincts. I think over the, the journey, I've really, the things that I have kind of haven't sat well with me, I've known and I probably haven't acted on them quick enough. And I think that as you get into it, you start learning to trust your gut a bit more. How has technology been incorporated in your business in all the verticals? So we're actually, we call ourselves a tech company um, where we use data and technology to help the efficiency of our stylists, to help match our products to our customers, um, but using the human element, which is our real life stylists to have that connection with the client because that's something that we don't want to take away. I believe technology is kind of the, it's the engine, it's the thing that executes, but the ideas and the core of everything comes from the, human. yeah. from the humans and everything. So it's really just the tool we use to scale and to make our life more efficient. Now talking about stylists, how do your stylists differ compared to any other kind of brick and motor store or an online online retailer? Well, I think the first thing is that they're real. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of online players have, you know, bots and they have um, not real life stylists, but ours are very much real. You can see all their Instagram <laughs> accounts. And the one thing that we wanted to do was we wanted to have a width of stylists that really could cater to different needs and empathize with different customers. Um, you know, a stylist that is suited to you could be very different to a stylist that's suited to my needs. Um, and we wanted to build a model that, again, makes life so much easier for for our clients, which are completely enormous amount of different um, women from different walks of life. I think using a stylist, and even sometimes if I'm shooting, it's amazing how people perceive you. So I might be comfortable in the same silhouette, the right. same colors, but when a stylist comes along and they'll push the boundaries, adding a pop, you know, a pop right. of color or print, and I think that's kind of one of the benefits of having someone come in and look at you just as a blank canvas. Right, and I think one of the things that's amazing about our stylists is that we, you know, our clients are called real girls and we call ourselves real stylists because we are also real girls. We have jobs, we have families, um, and we can empathize a lot with what goes on with our clients. And I think the fact that we can say, you know, you're not feeling yourself today. You're not wanting to show up your stomach. You're wanting to cover your legs. Like we totally get that. Here's a way you can feel good. You can enhance your style a little bit, but not go totally off into a different direction, which is, you know, the kind of stereotype of a stylist, I guess, in a, in a way yeah. where, you know, you think, oh my God, what are they going to yeah, put yeah. me in? But this way we really look at you, what your lifestyle is. Like, are you picking up your kids? Are you bending over a lot? Yeah. Like small things that, you know, you might need clothes with a bit of stretch. And these yeah. are the things that our stylists take into consideration as well. That's brilliant. For a lot of people, it's been a very uh, tough year. How has this year propelled your business or have you reevaluated your business? Yeah, we did. Um, in February last year, I really had to sit down and look at our business model and I had to look at how we were working um, with our suppliers, with our product. You know, we had a 
completely different data set in February last year, which was our average basket was a lot higher. We had, you know, a completely different range of inventory. And I just said, no, it's not going to work anymore. And I completely reset and changed the entire model. Um, and because of that, we we grew a lot. Um, and it was really, again, listening to our customers. It's our customers' needs changed in February last year, so we changed. And I think that's the biggest lesson. I think that as a business, you can't think that you know better. Your customers are, like for us, our customers are our gold. Um, we listen to everything they say, even down to what we post on Instagram, our content, like they influence everything. So for us not to act on their changes would be foolish. I love that because to me, I think real influencers are real people. It's right. people in your circles. Um, it's word of mouth, which is how I discovered yeah. you. And once it was literally endorsed with women in my circle, I wanted to explore <laughs> and I wanted to jump online yeah, and I yeah. wanted to discover the brand more. So yeah, I think everyone is, is an influencer themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And we, again, it comes back to our real girls. We pride ourselves on having real clients and they're the face and voice of our brand. Um, and I love that because I just, exactly what, like what you said, they are the ones who are telling their friends and they should be rewarded and you know, we do, real girl campaign. So we get our clients as our, you know, in our ads and all that sort of stuff. So they really are the, the heart of everything that we do. So Heidi, before I go, I have to try your service. Yes. So I placed my order and my box arrived this morning. First of all, the color pink makes me happy. <laughs> it's um, very girly. And I thought, why not open it with the big boss lady herself? So this <laughs> is the box. How amazing is that? It tells you in five simple steps how you can use her service. So completing the survey, speaking to a personal stylist, receiving your box, and of course, parading around <laughs> with different styles with all the style tips. And of course, what you don't want, you can send back. So I'm gonna open the box. This is how you receive it. First of all, it smells lovely. Thank you. It's a custom scent that we designed so that when you do open your box, it's very much linked to feeling good and the ambiance that you can link as well to the experience. Now, smells lovely. I love that sensory experience. And of course, I love handwritten notes. <laughs> I do have a weakness for it. So dear Rosamond, thanks for signing up with us at Wear That. Please get in touch once you receive this so I can help you through the style process. Enjoy your new styles. Um, so how lucky am I, I guess, the boss, the original stylist. It has three pieces of paper. Now, I love fashion, but I must admit, I am terrible when it comes to doing casual. I just do not know how to do casual. I love You're dresses. Just too glamorous. <laughs> no, but I need to learn how to do casual, especially for the weekend. So I really wanted to um, speak to the stylist and really help understand how to make myself look feminine a little bit. Um, comfortable and of course something I can wear right. um, so she's added everything I love so maxi dresses blazers shorts um, trousers so three looks and of course my favorite part this you can actually just tape in your closet right it's inspiration of how to personalize your look so everything from adding a little bit of bling layering up belts etc now most importantly when you open the box everything is sanitized and the outfit is actually completed for you. So it has a little tag. Um, I love this, new clothes. Yeah. Who's this? Love that. Um, <laughs> that's what people are gonna be saying to me this weekend yeah. when, I'm, when I'm casual. Um, so I'm gonna try this on. Thank you so much for joining me. And you're gonna have to check out my Instagram when I'm in my casual clothes yeah. this weekend. I'll be tagging 
wear that now. That is the Instagram. Thanks, Heidi, for joining us. Thanks for having me. And thank you for joining us each week on the Couch Series in partnership with Indigo Living. It's an absolute privilege for me to share these incredible stories of women regionally and, of course, globally doing amazing things like starting businesses. Whether they're small or big, I hope that you're learning from their journey. Make sure you follow us on all social media outlets, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, and of course, our latest podcast. See you next week.